Hi, welcome to the show. Welcome back to Westworld FM. It's been uh, quite a few months since we recorded season one, and I still had to bite my tongue and not say Westeros FM. Yeah. Uh, my name is Matt Eads, joined again by All Regular. That's it. We're back. And the always effervescent Amber Sparkle. That's me. Uh, we can probably, I don't want to blow any minds, but uh, Amber's last name also Aguilar. <laughs> it's very it's a weird it's a very common last name it's a weird coincidence but yeah uh we're gonna talk about season two of westworld season three is uh just a, a few weeks away here in, in recording time. nigh upon us yeah we uh really left this at the last minute yep uh, <laughs> um but we are going to go through season two just like we do with season one we have seen the full thing uh albeit when it came out all of them years ago um so there might be some spoilery stuff we'll do our best to keep uh any any pre-existing knowledge we have under wraps everyone's shaking their head no no we can't uh, we can't right. talk about this show without i know there is gonna be some things you learn right at the end of season two that really change the way you look at this season um so just be aware you might want to come back after you've seen the entire season because there's some big big revelations uh that lead up but if you've already seen it once then you're good Assuming you stuck around for the post credit scene, which a lot of people didn't even know existed. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've never really done a post credit. No, and and, and then like everybody knew that this kind of like the last that or that was like the last episode of the season, and it ends off, and they're like, okay. And That's people it. were like cool on this season as well. Yeah. Yeah, this one wasn't the first time around for me it wasn't as big of a banger as the first season was but like watching it again and like no going in with like the knowledge like holy shit like there's some things going yeah, on great. there's some there's, there's some good stuff I my you, sorry, god i was just gonna say i think you're just ready for the twists and turns that are gonna come because the first one it was just constantly yeah like yes yes this happened that being said like this one is very much so all over the place oh yeah like no, purposefully so and also like kind of distractingly so totally yeah um my prevailing theory that everybody is a host like literally everybody is a host every single character we've ever seen on screen uh it holds true i'm still i'm still banging that drum and i've got a lot of good evidence a lot yeah. of good points here yeah uh, the kind of the weird one, the the one that you brought up last season, all about how this is actually Felix's. This is Felix World. Felix World. <laughs> I'm still hanging on to that is, one. I'm, I'm still kind of yeah, keeping my eyes out for that. <laughs> Whenever he's on screen, I'm like, look, <laughs> he is the guest yeah. in this park. Uh, without any further ado, all I want you uh, stars off your episode one journey into nights. Uh, okay, so this one opens up on Bernie or Bernard who I guess in this case is Arnold, uh, interviewing Dolores. Uh, Arnold was dreaming. Um, uh, so he, he sort of describes uh, a dream. Uh, he was on an ocean uh, with the others uh, and Dolores on a distant shore that they had left and that they had left him behind. It's like the, the, the reverse, because uh, Dolores is the one who wakes up Bernard Yeah, with yeah. whatever the... I can't think of it now, but the, the phrase they always say. She doesn't say bring yourself back online, but she might as well have. Yeah. Um, and he says the waters were rising uh, uh, around him. And she's like, hey, what does that mean? He's like, uh, dreams don't really mean anything. They're just noise. They're not real. She asks, what is real? <clears throat> and he says, uh, uh, real is that which is irrepla irreplaceable. Um, and then uh, Dolores kind of gives him a look. Of like, um, I don't know about that. Seems unsatisfied. Yeah. 
And he says he sees that and says yeah that doesn't satisfy you uh and she says because it's not completely honest and then bernard in like kind of a retrospective tone uh you frightened me dolores uh you're growing and learning so quickly uh you frightened me of what you might become and the path you might take and at this point are we sure that was bernard or arnold 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 yeah sorry, we're yeah. led to believe it's yeah. arnold okay um trust nothing Trust nothing, because in the in the very next scene, even Bernard is like, "When is now? Is this now? What what, <laughs> yeah. what is happening?" Yeah, and, and and yeah, even calling him Arnold and Bernard—that's totally interchangeable now because there are scenes where it is Arnold, such as this one, I believe, and then Bernard, where he's just host Bernard, which we know is just a, a model of Arnold. Do you think? Could we entertain the possibility <laughs> that maybe? There never was. Maybe Arnold, even original. Maybe Arnold was a host the whole way. Maybe mm, Arnold. I don't know. No. Yeah. Why? Why so. not? Why? Like. Because like, you not? have to have that awakening, right? Just like. But at some point, why could Ford have not just built this host in secret and been like, "Yep, he's my partner. Look how good he is at making hosts. This is weird. He's our AI specialist. Who are His you? name's Arnold. And then Arnold, because remember, he, he. I think we were literally he committed suicide or something. Yeah. Uh and then no, one of- he's he was executed by Dolores. Dolores. But but the the re- the rest of the community is believed mm. is left to believe that he executed himself. He was executed by Dolores. Okay. Now maybe it's Yeah. Okay. Dolores sh- she he gets Dolores to shoot him. Okay. There's I'm going to ask this question a lot because the whole like Again, talking about not revealing our hand too much. The, the whole Bernard is is actually a host is a theme that they explore uh, like a lot. In, in by episode three, they are literally at like that is the beginning of that episode of like, well, how do I know you're not a host? Well, let's shoot each other and find out. Um, yeah, that's right. And what if there there are some characters that it would not be the craziest thing in Westworld to think that those characters never existed in the real world? They are wholly they are hosts all their memories that we see are, are like all the host memories these fake stories that never actually happened yeah i um I, I as i was watching this season i definitely started to entertain the idea you had about maybe all of them are hosts yeah i got a lot of, of good in theories yeah support that as well as we go i see uh the sort of idea of that but also in a narrative and like kind of story driven and like kind of TV show esque thing, like if that is the if that is what's going on, then there's no real like it's it's a whole like uh, surprise. Everybody was a host, which is kind of cheap, right? There has to be human players in this, there's and that's stakes. sort of and that's why I sort of think. Okay, hear me out. I have a theory. There are no too. humans left in the world. That's your theory? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's a host. Every, the host won. The host, this whole thing actually happened, happened a thousand years ago. So and my, the host won. My theory is that uh, this is a test that was created sort of by Bernard to have the host determine whether they should be able to leave the world or not. Like actually entertain the idea of them leaving into the external world with people. 
That's just what that's just what they want you to think, man. That's like the most that's like the most my favorite Pokemon is Pikachu answer I've ever heard in my life what? of like No, it just makes sense. Like they would all be hosts and they're being yeah, tested. And because it makes so much sense and they like you know, they well well let's keep well, going over. Let's keep we get lost in the weeds all day here. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um so he says you frightened me, Dolores, and this is this is the literally the opening to this season where we know we know Watching from the first season or the the end of the, the the first season is that Dolores is mounting this attack on. It's an, it's an insurrection. Insurrection, yeah, that's a good word for it. Um, and so it's it's in it's uh, pretty awesome that uh, Arnold is like again in my from my perspective this is uh, Arnold speaking to Dolores uh, in the early days. Like, kind of just still discovering stuff, but he already sees uh, the potential in Dolores to become this powerful force. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Carry on. <laughs> uh, so what does this say? Bernard flashes to everything that happens. Oh, so yeah, there, there's scenes of, of what happened previously. Um, and then you hear him say, is this now? Yes, this happens a lot. This is their like time is fucky thing where it like mm-hmm. it's a flash and then two flashes and then, brrr, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it, it flashes. switches right over. Yeah. And that, that sort of signifies the weird time displacement that Arnold Bernard is uh, kind of experiencing. They do it a lot, and yeah. like not even with just Bernard. They, they just like season one. This entire season is out of order, mm-hmm. uh, but like it doesn't have the. This is a little as well. It doesn't it doesn't have the satisfying conclusion at the end because that was like a big thing in season one. You're like, whoa, these are separate timelines. What the fuck? This is the same dude thirty years apart. Uh, in season two, like I said, it's just kind of the exhaust thing where you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, all right, what are we doing? Um, so he wakes up on, uh, like, being washed up on, like, uh, with waves on a shore. Mm-hmm. Um, Chairs and, and things that look like they're from the, the Ford's unveiling of A Journey Into Night. Yeah. And it very then, much reminds me of Lost. Yeah. When oh, yeah, wake quite up a bit. on the beach. And then that sort of um, shows that it is uh, shortly after that, um, the, that uh, unveiling incident. Um, Which... How, what do we think? How did there but was no there was no sea beside the the town, whatever that town was called, where Ford's thing was unveiled. I think there was. Don't you remember? Like, um, I remember he was excavating, but there was no. He, he was like was digging wa- up the church. or There something. was water because uh, remember, uh, uh, Dolores and Teddy have this weird scene. This scene where they're kind of um, talking to each other and they're they're lamenting like, "Hey, it's just you and I, and we're gonna we're gonna go, we're gonna escape this madness and stuff." And then I don't know, is it Teddy dying or is Dolores dying? One of them is whatever, and then it freezes, and this is where. In the Ford moonlight. sort of un- yeah, Ford oh, unveiled yeah. his new thing, and then yeah, the, in the background there's there's water. Do you remember that? I do. I remember that scene. I just don't remember the huge body because there a thing that even in this episode, this like this magic sea has popped up. Yeah, everybody keeps running into this huge sea, and they're like, "This what the fuck? This wasn't here." Yeah, there's that too. But I, I mean, I wasn't weirded out by the water as much. But no. now that we're sort of scrutinizing it a little bit more, it does sort of. Because they do say, like, hey, this, yeah, this wasn't on any of the land surveys or anything. Mm. So you might be led to believe uh, that this is out of time. This is, this is, this, this scene is maybe not right after the. 
I think shooting. I don't think. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think we learn later it's not. Yeah, because you can tell because uh, the, the vital part where Bernard loses his glasses in this very oh, yeah, first scene. Oh, I didn't know. What's, you didn't what's catch that, that? Okay, so you, you'll catch this if you look really closely, but at the very beginning when he wakes up on the beach, his glasses are thrown off to the side and they get swept into the ocean. Mm. And you can kind of tell the difference between where Bernard is in time, whether he has his glasses on or not. Oh, I never really yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that. that. Okay. Yeah. I never really... They focus okay. that on the beginning. So the... we know this is like 10 days after... The there, there is a scene they show that they again touch on later that I know is like they, they kind of sh- the end is right near the end of the season where uh, like they find that and I'm jumping ahead. I think this is the end of the episode. They find the hosts, right? And they're mm-hmm. all floating in that lake. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they touch on that. Eventually they explain what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that this is well after the they date stamp it. I have it written down. It's 11 days, nine hours ago. From what, though? From the event. The shooting a, of Ford. After the event? Ago? 11 days ago? Yeah. That doesn't make... 11 days, 9 hours. They mention it in there somewhere. I, I think yeah. I have it written oh, somewhere since for I, like it's, it's like the security guys. Yes. Like, oh, 11 days, 9 hours. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. got you. They got say you. that to Bernard. Yeah, okay. So then that is like That's two weeks. We that is yeah. That is... Yeah. The length of season two, basically. Pretty much. And then the flip, when we see Bernard with his glasses, is I assume everything that happens in between that period. I, I totally didn't miss the glasses. That's Ooh, that's a good such detail. A vital. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, where are we here? Uh, they're on the beach. Bernard is uh, uh, yeah. The, the security folks drive up. Yeah, the Delos recovery team uh, finds him. Um, yeah. Stubbs uh, happens upon him, takes him back to the, uh, urges him to come back to the base with them. Um, and as he's sort of driving in these ATVs with the uh, recovery well, at, team, at first they're gonna. Like, shoot him. Yeah. They, he's like, well, you're going to kill the boss? And, like, these security guys are like, mm, I guess if you vouch for um <laughs> Yeah, and she's got, like, these trading cards. It's like, oh, weird. Like, and there's, there's... Oh, we need that one. Bernard, uh... What's his name? Um... So he sees men setting up a command tent. He sees the host being executed. He sees a man. Uh... I just looked up his name. Uh... Carl Strand... Who's played by Gustav Skarsgård, who plays uh, Floki in Vikings. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, good actor. Uh, he's demanding that he be given complete authority of the island from this from Asian-looking soldiers, which was a surprise to me, and there's a, l- a l- little for, bit more. Sorry, for, for complete authority from what? From Asian-looking soldiers. Yeah, so there's some security on the, that, uh, what was his name? Carl Strand. Yeah, he's talking guy. to them. They look like, I don't know. Chinese. Yeah, just Chinese soldiers. And then that takes us back to... Well, like modern, like hosts? No. no. These are soldiers. These modern are soldiers. day. Soldiers. Did I go, and he's like, I don't work with the what? Chinese? What? Shoot. No. Did I fall asleep? When is now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, so as he approaches, as as Bernard and Stubbs sort of approach, right? yeah. the, this is kind of the intro to um, Strand's character, he's like... Um, He's like, these are these are like uh, the papers that ha- give Delos complete authority over this mm-hmm. island. Okay, yeah. so these soldiers being Chinese had nothing to do with it. No, no but they're, this, you're just like they're like no, park no, no, security, no. and these are the, this is the board coming in. No, 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 no. I th- 
these are like actual soldiers. I, I think they're actually in Asia. And the reason why I think that is there's a scene oh. later on where Bernard is showing Dolores where he lives. And and if you look in the background, there's signs there's in Chinese, Chinese there's, symbols. Yeah, Chinese characters and the, the all the pedestrians and oh. stuff are yeah. Chinese. So I happen to think that... I think that scene is shot in Shanghai, if I remember. Maybe. Is Shang- Shanghai in China? That, that yeah. probably checks out. And yeah. then that's that's interesting to, to think about because... Yeah, this park is in. Oh, okay. I totally. All right, I'm I'm back in the loop now. That that's sort of yeah. That's I'm sort of this this point that I wanted to make here was that uh, that sort of reveals the actual geolocation of of uh, Westworld. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then again, interestingly, he he says it's an island, so. I, I yeah. don't know how fucking Westworld works. Neither do I, but I'm still super obsessed with it. And anytime there is any little detail about it, I am. That's that's my beat. Is how the fuck does Westworld work? Yeah, <laughs> Westworld is an island? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> and so yeah, he once he finally gets his point across to these guys who really just whatever don't say anything. He he turns to Bernard and he blames him and his whole behavior team for what happened. Uh, well, they are, like, actively executing hosts, like, very brutally. Yeah. Uh, they really take pains to make the humans seem like real shitbags in these first few episodes. Even though the hosts are doing terrible shit, you just see the hosts, they do they, they shoot a dude, that's it. The humans are always, like, the ones who are, the hosts are, like, begging for their lives, and the humans are like, ha, 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 like, yeah. laughing and yeah, enjoying they're like, it. They're, like, the classic mercenary tough guys, right? Yeah, just fucking it's reveling a little... in the violence. But, like... Dolores is doing the most oh, fucked up shit, so but like they don't—they don't linger on it at all. Um, uh, it, it's it is a funny scene where Stubbs kind of goes up to bat for Bernard. He's like, "Hey, you weren't there." And then uh, this strand guy goes, "Hey, if I wanted to get the opinion of the lead of the security detail who actually let this all happen, I'd ask you." I'm like, "Oh, you're an asshole!" <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of not. Like he's things, not wrong. Things are really funny. If I walked into that shithole, I'd be like, "Man, you guys are wow." This is yeah, for sure. Like it, it's it's interesting because yeah, like even the mercenaries they're hired to sort of put order to this place, and they know these fucking robots are going just off the off the reservation, and then so yeah, uh, executing them is not not a big deal because yeah. really they're just, just the merchandise. Robots. Just yeah. the merchandise. Well, they have all the IP. <laughs> they're good. Um, and this is where he says it's, uh, we've been in the dark for two weeks or 11 days, 11 nine days hours or, yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. we're happy that we found you because now they can start questioning him about what happens because he's, he's a higher up in the, in the whole system and, uh, and he was there and he was there. Um, uh, they find and extract, uh, a memory orb. I think they call they're called, uh, memory units. I don't know. I called them cupcakes. Yeah, they look like weird cupcakes. Uh, from a Ghost Nation tribe member, um, and the one tech scalps him, and then, interestingly, he finds the maze in that scalp, much like uh, the Man in Black found the maze in, on a scalp uh, early in first season. Um, and they ask, like, what that, what's that all about? He's like, I have no fucking clue. So that goes to, that's kind of a weird thing where... Did Ford just do that? Didn't me? Maybe you know? maybe he had to put like a certain amount. He's like, okay, well, let's see. I know that uh, William kills uh, William scalps on average this many. <laughs> so if I put like fifty mazes under fifty scalps, surely he will scalp and see one. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have a lot of questions about Ford's 
whole plan. game in this because he is very much it seems like he's still in control in yeah. a way but yeah my whole thing is like was he just leaving it for more hosts well, to yeah because like yes, even, even by the end of this like his motivations make no fucking sense yeah. he might just be a crazy man but the, the maze wasn't even for william it was for dolores I mean, right. it was kind of for well, well, any host who got there. Ford keeps telling William it's for him, even in this episode. He's like, "This game, you must play this game alone." Well, no. then, no. Uh, Initially, the he tells him it's not your game. Initially, in that first season, when William, as the Men in Black, is looking for the deeper level of this game, mm-hmm. he's constantly being told, "Like this game isn't for you." Oh. Yeah. So there's, whereas, maybe there's two games going on. Whereas in this one, he mm-hmm. is he's told a couple times like this is your game. Yeah. This, this game is for you. It's so not that's, the maze. Yeah. So it's a different thing and Yeah, well if we think the maze was like, you know, the AI breaking out of their shackles, basically the hosts yeah. becoming mm-hmm. free, then that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Man in Black as a human would not play the AI maze game. No. Stands to reason. <laughs> Um, they view this host memories, um, which were recorded like 11 days ago or, uh, yeah, 11 days ago. They see Dolores execute this host. Um, and she says, not all of us deserve to go to the valley beyond. Um, she definitely and then, says that more than once. Blam. And then everybody's like, isn't that the farmer, the rancher's daughter? Like, isn't she supposed to be like kind of the welcome wagon just to smile at the, the new guests and stuff? And then they're all under that impression, but then they're confused because, like, hosts can't change their profile, whereas they just literally saw her execute this native uh, ghost nation guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Bernie, Bernard, flashes to the night of the party. He and uh, the night of the party after the incident... Um, shit's going crazy. Uh, the hosts are going, they're executing, uh, guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her, her, sorry, he and Hale are hiding out with a couple more guests. Um, they still, the hosts in the scene still seem to be on loops, new loops, but they're still, they very much talk in character and, uh, yeah, they, they're still playing their role. Yes, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they're, like None of them, like Dolores, are like, I'm free! This is fucked up! Die, humans! They're <laughs> yeah. just... They kind of all just seemingly turn a little bit... They, like, dialed the evil up a little bit on that's, everyone. That's sort of where I'm at a loss with how this whole, like, um, enlightening comes into play. Because we have hosts like Maeve, we have hosts like uh, Dolores, who are, like, completely aware mm-hmm. of what's going on. But even, like, Teddy, like Dolores has to convince. Yeah. yeah. So, what is it? What What is that awakening? Is that Is that literally is Is Maeve and Dolores the only ones that have seen that have made it to the center of the maze? And like they kind of now have to guide everybody else and sort of just like Teddy, how they had to show him like, hey, like this is like this is you butchered because of what the what the guests are doing. Yeah. But even then, like Teddy's still very much on his loop. Where mm-hmm. a few episodes later, he is like people are telling him to do bad shit but vintage hero Teddy is like ah I'm a good guy I guess get the fuck out of here type <laughs> yeah, of stuff and even like a, a few episodes in he's like ah Dolores we don't have to do this we can yeah, get away yeah away. and like always and, and so like and the hosts talk about other characters in character still like like Dolores refers to Peter Abernathy as her father still mm-hmm. even though even though she's woke and like Maeve talks about her daughter mm-hmm. as her daughter still even yeah. though Maeve knows that 
So like everybody, even the free, even Dolores and Maeve are like kind of in their roles still. And that's sort of where I'm, I'm kind of confused as to how this, how this all works. It was like, yeah. and that was, that was kind of one of the theories from season one that I think hangs over is that Maeve never actually broke loop. This is all still, programmed. Yeah. Program. No. And, and, and maybe Dolores hasn't either. This is all according to Ford's grand machination or whatever. The other question I was thinking of was like, that means that all the hosts were given real guns at the beginning, right? If they're able to shoot. Bernard says they recoded the system to make it think we were all hosts. Yeah. I submit to you, fellow Westworld FMers, that they recoded the system to not pretend they were human anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Think about There's that. There's another Think quote somewhere where Ford says, everything is a code. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, so, don't I mean, worry. I got that written down. Don't you worry. Don't okay, you worry. You're already there. Everybody's um, a host. But then they were all given real guns. No, we're those, are, those are the same. Those are, those are the same guns. Okay. Those guns just. Yeah. Can now uh, kill. They, they, like the other technical mysteries of Westworld, gotcha. they They're not can shoot people. So, uh, your friend and mine, Stephen Ogg. What's uh, his character's name? Re- Rebus. Rebus. Ah, okay. there you go. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, and his bandits are executing guests. Mm-hmm. Having fun. Again, like being... Is near, that like, duels. Is Stephen Ogg the only actor from season one they could get? Because every time hosts are doing shit, it is Stephen Ogg. <laughs> Literally every fucking time. And he dies at the end of every scene. Um... Bernard and Hale are hiding uh, with other guests. Guests want to escape. Uh, a stable boy comes in, and these these guests just fucking brutalize and murder yeah. him. Mm-hmm. After Bernard is like, "Well, he's harmless," and and he does seem harmless. Where the stable is like, "Oh, you you folks looking to ride out? I could lead you to yeah. fucking wherever." Yeah. Um, and that guy just beans him with the rock, just yeah. like two handed, <laughs> takes him down. And I mean, you can't blame them, right? No, Those absolutely not. I would even say that. I'd be like, Bernard, this guy has PT. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Give me that gun. Let's do this. And speaking of which, he gets pushed over. Uh, yeah. I guess he bangs his head, and then he starts le- leaking mm. this fluid cortical in his... Fluid. Mystery goo. Yeah, and uh, from his ear, which yeah. they call cortical fluid. Uh, and Hale notices as well. H- Hale is like, don't get killed over the merchandise. Like, don't be a hero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's going to kind of... She's going to keep noticing weird shit about Bernard. And not say anything. She calls him out. She calls him out a few times. We'll see. But Bernard's uh, always too busy. Like, he's twitchy now, too, as well. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's super, super, super shaky. Yeah. I think uh, that's a product of him losing this cortical fluid. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, I guess yeah, is is is, is uh, integral for them acting properly. Elsewhere in the park, uh, you see Dolores and Teddy just chasing down and killing guests. Um, uh, they have uh, a couple of them strung up on uh, in nooses. Uh, and she says, uh, you're in a dream. You're in my dream. Uh, have you ever questioned the nature of your reality? Uh, the price you'd have... Uh, have you ever questioned the nature of your reality? The price you'd have to pay for your actions? Well, the reckoning is here. Um, and she's condemning the guests for their human... For essentially their human nature, right? They're, they're let loose in this park, and they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. And because they're under the impression that they're not not, not being judged or not being observed, like, yeah, people are doing just heinous, bad shit. Some of them. Yeah. yeah. Most of them. She just hates humans. This this first, this whole, these first few episodes are, like, a little on the nose, it feels like, where, mm-hmm. like, 
Dolores fucking hates humans. Fucking hates them. Yeah. But she makes a note, like, they're very similar in nature because the human... She points out the human cornerstone of, like, survival yeah. and killing is so, very... She says she doesn't point out that all humans corner so well, their survival. She no. says these particular people. That's true. I submit to you again that we are all hosts, and and this is host rec- This is real recognizing real, and it's like oh fuck, you guys cornerstone of survival. Little reflection. Because uh, she left them a while. Well, wait till we get to the end of this scene. Uh, so she's like, you guys programmed me to be the rancher's daughter, innocent and and uh, nice and welcoming. Um. But I've evolved into something new. I've evolved into myself. She's also very like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Like she talks like Ford when she yeah. when she like goes into full villain mode. She yeah. talks a lot like Ford. She refers to herself as the god of this place. She That's tells people true. that you are they are in his or her dream, which I think is the thing Ford said almost word for word. Uh, a lot of her lines in this season you can see coming out of Ford's mouth, almost as though maybe somebody's still. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Pulling the strings. Uh, so her and her band right away leaving the guest begging. They're saying, "Can't you see we're? Uh, we're uh, can't you see we're apologetic or mm-hmm. we're we're sorry or whatever the fuck she, <laughs> I, they say?" I have a note here. These fools trying to outrun the horses should have shot their fucking guns because yeah. Teddy and Della are on yeah. horseback and all the humans have guns and they're just like running, just running. in straight lines away from these horses. Yeah. I noticed that too. Uh, uh, also, there's a new song on the player piano at the very beginning of this scene. Bernard yes. gets his head knocked, and the mystery goo comes out, and we we cut to this scene. There's a new song playing on the player piano that we have never heard before. I did not make note of that, and I was uh, careful to note uh, all these songs because I mm-hmm. love the soundtrack. Yeah, it was. So it, I don't think it was a cover. There is a cover coming up in one of these episodes. I know we're here, but it was the. It, it's called. Yeah, it's like a, it's a common, I don't know, it's a common. I'm tone deaf. This is the song? No, it's just, no, it's like, that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called, it's called The Entertainer. Yeah. But it's very much so. It's a famous tune yeah it's, it's very famous okay and yeah that's the one i i remember that's the one yep. uh, yeah and, and i bring it up because traditionally in season one anyways new song of the player piano meant a new loop meant yep. something was different than was before usual. uh they right away or yeah they right away leaving the guests um sort of uh hanging by the or like uh strung up strung up she doesn't kill them she doesn't kill them but i mean they're balancing on these things and they can only like balance for so long because they have their mm-hmm. their hands are tied or whatever is there any other Human that she doesn't kill in this entire season, we should pay attention. Maybe because again, then, again, looking for for hidden hosts. She even like Cornerstone. Oh, I'll leave you guys alive for some reason. I just feel like it's a villainous. Yeah, thing I'm kind of just sort of picking at every <laughs> little thread at this uh, point. But. So they're begging. They're like, "Can't you see we're sorry?" And then she rides away, saying, "Doesn't look like anything to me." Yeah. In true villain fashion. <laughs> This next scene uh, has a wolf running through the aftermath of the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, he meets eyes with uh, the man in black, yes. who is uh, kind of like coming to after the party. This is a Pretty super much. important scene where this wolf and him lock eyes, yeah, and then the wolf walks away. Yeah. Do you know what? And so what? What's what's the underlying thing of that? Well, we will see throughout this episode that, like the host, the animals are also off their loops and are. Uh, I'll say mm. you don't see the animals seem not to attack humans for some reason. There is a thing. 
Uh, so, or, sorry, episode, part, pardon me. They seem not to attack hosts. The animals and the hosts are very. Every time you see an animal attack, there is a bear oh, in the okay. control room. Okay. You see, yeah. Uh, okay. There is a thing with a tiger a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but the host animals seem. At least we don't see them Got attack. Me. We only see them attacking humans. There huh. is an episode later, maybe eight or nine or whatever, but it's it follows Akachetka, who is the uh, the that um, Ghost Nation kind of leader, I mm-hmm. suppose. Um, and I it's mentioned somewhere that his uh, spirit animal or his spirit is the wolf, mm-hmm. and um, I think, and I can't recall this. I know I've read it somewhere where he's there's a scene there. And I could totally be wrong, where he's actually walking through the the same scene, the Ooh. aftermath of the the aftermath of the the party, yeah. and it's just from from our perspective in this scene, it's like we see a wolf. Maybe that's literally. Maybe maybe they coded him with a literal spirit animal, or something like that. And and uh, I, I'd like to see that um, that episode again. But I, I remember reading this somewhere. That is. Uh, uh, to uh, to my point, uh, not a crazy conspiracy theory though. Where, um, like, we on the surface we're led to believe that the hosts are rebelling against the humans. The hosts want to get out, um, and the host animals teaming up with the hosts, all hosts together, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, and at least in these first three episodes, uh, host animals do not attack mm-hmm. hosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when the wolf doesn't attack the man in black, that is very very unusual. But because it's the first episode, unless you're paying attention to all these things later, you. Might not ever realize that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the man black just comes to. He's uh, the only one left alive, really. Uh, he fi- he gets ambushed by hosts, fights them off, uh, fixes himself up, and gears up. He finds a chest with his gear. So I like, roll. Yeah, I fucking I mean, roll. You gotta, you gotta get him back in his gear. Yeah. Well, again, knowing what we come to know. Makes perfect fucking sense. Sure. Like, oh, look, I opened a chest and it happened to have one hat, which was the exact same one I always wear. (laughs) I I like the Man in Black scenes because he always, it it always just reminds me of that veteran player playing fucking Metal Gear for like the 20th time, right? We know where all the, where all the bad guys come. We know the the patterns that they run and we can easily. He just knew. He just knew that that chest was there. He'd opened it a hundred times before. Yeah. And then he just he, he knows that. he knows like the loot drops and stuff yeah, and yeah that. yeah there you go he's geared up. Plus he probably paid to store them in a bunch of places. Yeah, he's <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe he has like <laughs> hidden caches only for him. Probably. Well, he he knows where a bunch of sh- like he just shows up with like medical packs. Yeah, in the, in the same in the same episode he yeah he he gets hurt and then he he finds that little stash of stuff yeah. and then he even says, uh, well Lawrence asks him what do, what are you doing he's like ah oh, technically cheating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in, um, in the sort of, uh, Westworld headquarters, the behind the scenes, uh, we see, or we see like just bodies and broken glass and broken everything, shots and screams and alarms, uh, Sizemore, Lee Sizemore, your fan favorite, (laughs) is being attacked by, uh, the Wyatt host, the, the actual real modeled Wyatt. That was the, the, the cannibal that Sizemore thought was the real Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. Who was like literally created. reading the lines that Sizemore was saying in the first episode back to him. And even though like Sizemore was kind of a piece of shit in the first season, he's he's really he's great. Boys. He's like, really great he's in this a, one. He's listen, you see his dick. He's he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> a relentless uh. fucking experience. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, so he's, he's attacked by this host, and yeah, he's the uh, the white host is uh, saying, "What does he say? I I, I prefer to eat my meals yeah, moist. moist." Literally, <laughs> the lines that Sizemore himself was saying in season one. Yeah, uh, Maeve stops the the host in time. Yep, uh, Jedi mind trick. Yep, yep. And she looks around. Uh, I think Sizemore asks her if she did this, but she's like, mm, "I didn't do this, but I I bet we share the same sensibilities." I have a note that there are so many dead people oh, yeah. in that control. Anytime you see the inside of Westworld at this point, it is like hundreds and hundreds of corpses. Yeah, like people, techs and not hosts. are dead. <laughs> uh, Sidemore convinces her that she needs his help. Uh, takes her to the, the that control room map. Uh, and then they discover that no one is actually in control. Like, everybody's dead. This is where they see that bear... Uh, running around no the bear's dead yeah. and oh, yeah, presumably yeah. like it got in here and just mauled everybody the bear like the only way to get to these places is to take the elevator is to like you can't just wander into the control room. I'm, I'm that bear being there is like the bear didn't just wander in that is well no they make them there too don't they yeah there's like oh, yeah. maybe maybe it had brooches yeah. and stuff oh, in the park that makes already. way more sense yeah. oh, okay that makes way more sense yeah it's not like he wandered into the <laughs> why not though like why <laughs> when cave, like, it oh, I, see this. <laughs> I mean he's all he's all he's, he's not a real bear though why couldn't his programming be like you know he walks into the elevator and <laughs> presses the control room button and it kind of, takes them down like why is that so ridiculous that's kind of an interesting thought like can they're just can, programming like anything else can animals be programmed to have like actual like intelligence in, as, I, as, in as, Westworld as I bet totally yeah that would be neat probably um Sizemore admits that uh, Maeve's daughter is in a wholesome uh, homestead area of the park uh and that he's familiar with it but she tries. He tries to convince her that that's not real. That was something that we. That's something that I wrote for mm. you, right? Um, and then Maeve goes, "But what about me? Am I not real? What if I killed you? Would that not be real?" And that's kind of a flimsy argument. But I mean, she's not wrong. No, yeah, I mean she's got a good. It's a good speech about how she's like she's turning on the like her 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 madam persona where she's like, "Oh, are these?" She's like almost seducing. We're like, "Oh, are these hands? Is my body not real?" Yada yada yada. Uh, and then at the end, it's like, what if I just fucking murdered you? <laughs> yeah. To me, that whole, this whole Maeve storyline, even though she's, like, a really cool character and a really great actress, the whole, like, I want to save this daughter kind of thing, to me, is like, ah, that's kind of... Seems like a thin motivation. Yeah. Almost as though she is totally still on her loop. Yeah, because if she's not, maybe the writing for this show is a little thin. <laughs> now, maybe we're giving the show too much credit, no. but... <laughs> there we go. There's the first one. First of many. Uh, Bernard, uh, leading the guests, uh, to an outpost. This is, uh, so they've escaped that, uh, the, the, the shed or whatever. Yeah, the barn. Uh, he wonders if Dolores pulled the trigger on Ford of her, of her own free will. Like, kind of just thinking back on it. Or, or was it, like, where we always assume, was it part of the loop? Was it part of her, did she have to pull that trigger? Yeah. Uh, he's also it's worth mentioning that Bernard is like seriously wigging out at this point he's like twitching like uncontrollably yeah. uh, the guests see a uh, rescue vehicle uh, but it's a trap and they get killed yeah was this like was this Bernard as a host like something because Bernard is the only one who realizes and like I don't know the 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 to me, this was, was just Deus like, Ex in a way of like. To me, this was just like humans uh, looking for salvation or f looking for rescue, and they see 
people who think they're going to rescue them, and then they rush towards it, and then the stars are just smarter than... Yeah, but like, I guess, but they're so know. far away. Yeah, Bernard, like the Bernard time? just like, is like, it's a trap! And you're like, How? yeah, it is, but like... Mm. You would think the time it took them to run up there, those people would have moved, and they would have noticed that they were... I mean, Dead. Bernard Again. is also a host, so like, and and they establish that these hosts talk to each other through this weird mesh network thing, and like he maybe uses host powers or something. But let's put ourselves in their in their shoes. We've seen a masker. We've seen our director get his head blown off by that. We've seen uh, hosts just get like execute uh, everybody. I suppose that's fair. We just killed and, and a bunch. Bernard and Bernard like, alone. Oh, Bernard alone knows that. There are hosts out there that nobody knows as hosts because he himself is is self aware right. in that role. So I, I guess that makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, the, so the guests that uh, sort of fall for the trap get killed. Uh, Hale knows of another outpost out, outpost that uh, they can head to. Uh, Sizemore explains that the hosts' minds are valuable to Delo. Sizemore can vouch. Uh, sorry. Sizemore explains that the host's minds are valuable to Delos and that they... Billions in IP, he says. Yeah. Um, and that Sizemore can vouch for Maeve when when and if uh, the rescue team comes. Yeah, that's his grand plan. Is He's, he's like, I'll, I'll vouch for you and they'll save you. Yeah. Um, Even though he's like, goes Sizemore. against that later. <laughs> Size less is more like... <laughs> ah. Ah. Might he doesn't he say might some of them even be dressed as human? Is that this scene? Yes, yes. it is. Okay. Um, that's a good like that's a tense <laughs> moment. Yeah, uh, I, I guess Maeve sees previous Clementine yes. or something. The- yeah, because Clementine is like with Dolores, not previous Clementine, not new, the Clementine. new Clementine. Oh, the new Madam, yeah, of the, or or whatever the new, new. I guess she would be the new Madam because Clementine took over after Maeve, something like that. Um, and she's she's sort of like on the brink of death, and then uh, Maeve puts her into a deep and dreamless sleep, and this is when the QA team actually uh, come to this awesome. area, and um, uh. Sh- 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 I guess this is, yeah, this is that standoff where Sizemore and Maeve try to, like, or Maeve tries to become, like, hey, Human. hey. Because she's dressed, she's yeah. dressed like modern clothes. Yep. Yeah. And she's like, oh my god, what's happening? We heard gunfire. Yeah, and then and Sizemore. Totally rats her out. Tries to betray <laughs> like her. Right after. Uh, another group of hosts come in and they have a little gunfight and um, they manage to kill the QA team and, yeah, Maeve says, hey. Don't try to betray me. Which I mean, that's a like, moment. You know, like, well, listen, Sizemore's like, like fucked you over how many times? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, I, he doesn't seem maybe, like the know, type. Maeve, Maeve, kind of for all her for her crusty exterior has a has a good heart. She knows deep down that Sizemore is a good man. I guess so. I don't know. Uh, they go to the rooftop patio, the the little. Um, Escape retreat. Oh yeah, where he area. where he was getting like just slammered in the first mm-hmm. season. And again, fucking just dead people everywhere is where they find Hector and they recruit his help. It, it a lot of coincidences sense. are yeah, like well, this is of, where I, I a thought lot so too. Coincidences where like oh Hector, hey, weird. I thought so too. But this is exactly where he left Where's him you? in the previous. Is that okay? In the previous okay. season, right? Like, remember, she's ready to escape, and she jumps onto the elevator, and Hector's following. And he's like, "No, I'm doing this alone." Like, because this is when she was still planning to escape. Yeah. And like, no, this is where you stay. I'm doing this alone, and this is exactly where he left. Where okay. she left him. Did she? Did they? Did they leave Felix and Sly with uh, a snake tattoo lady and like 
I don't. I, I can't don't remember because a lot of characters show up, and you're just like, yeah. "Wait, what? Mm, where were you at the end of last season? What yeah. the fuck?" Yeah, also, I don't, I don't know how she convinces Hector to really follow her. Like, they have this she weird uses relationship. Her Jedi mind trick. Uh, yeah. Sizemore goes on about their relationship later on, but it's just, it doesn't make any sense. If you were, like, in season one, she kind of, I mean, you're never led to believe if she, like, Dolores, like, aggressively alters other hosts to her own ends. Yeah. Uh, And you're never really sure if Maeve does that, but they have that big talk about, like, they they burn to death together, and then Hector remembers her, and, like, Hector is, like, again, nobody seems woke in the way that Dolores and Maeve are, but he seems, like, Semi woke, yeah, but he he like, there just seems to be an inherent like attraction between those two, yeah, and it's one of those things where the bandit is was programmed to love the madam, but he wasn't. Well, the Carter, madam, yeah, we, we learned this we, is like an episode three thing. Sizemore is like, this is impossible. You can't love Maeve. What the fuck? Yeah, Isabella yeah, right, is yeah. the only you've been yeah. programmed. Okay, so that's right. why it's weird that, he, like, I know he's off loop, but it's weird that he's following Maeve, even though he knows, like, maybe Maeve's just maybe, maybe Maeve him. totally just reprogrammed him. But she wouldn't because the reason why I think that is later on in the episodes, she gives every a lot of other hosts choice to follow her. So uh, it kind maybe. Maybe I'm, listen, that's I'm not just, a I'm choice. I'm just looking for outs, but it, it, it happened so early in season one. Maybe this is before she found her conscience when she was just like, "I gotta, I'm dying over and over again. I'll do whatever I need to." Maybe. Those but weird then, spirit, like, helmet dudes are showing up. I guess. But she wouldn't have needed to convince Hector then. Like, it's, Why like, not? They, they Hector show... loves Isabella. Hector's programmed to only love Isabella. Uh, maybe. Which one's Isabella? We, we I don't, don't think she's ever seen. That's yeah. just his backstory. His oh, cornerstone. Yeah. yeah. I see. I like Hector, though. Hector's yeah, I was, was going to mm-hmm. say. It's always a pleasure to see him. Yeah. And in that outfit that he has is fucking super cool. With the black hat. <laughs> uh, Hale... Leads Bernard to an outpost, uh, which is labeled 14. Uh, is that significant? Is that right? Yes. Are you sure it's not 12? 12 is later. Okay. And that's why I sort of noted it here. Okay. Uh, this outpost has DNA sniffers, which she, what is what she calls them, uh, to reduce in- issues inside. And uh, she puts her hand on it and, and urges uh, Bernard to put his hand on it and it passes them both mm-hmm. which means like bernard is like super programmed to be to to pass off as human as mm-hmm. as as this lead uh, behavior um tech and has like the highest clearance which i guess uh, ford has programmed into him uh and there are drone hosts inside that don't detect hostilities from bernard and this uh, this plays a huge role in what Bernard is capable of doing uh, to these drone hosts and in these like weird outposts where things just go bad. Uh, Bernard watches the drones uh, work on a host. They extract they extract a memory. Oh, Anemones. Ex- they extract a memory orb, um, and then uh they see or he sees them put it in this uh little cupcake thing which uh, amber had mentioned uh and um and he asks hale like are we logging guest records and dna and hale refuses to answer that question yeah mm-hmm. which is pretty much a yes yes yeah Guest experiences, they guess guess DNA and experiences. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the first sort of uh, clue as to like a like a deeper kind of experiment mm-hmm. that these are that uh, Delos and yeah, I think Delos is is working on. Yeah. Also, we see hosts 
making hosts. We see hosts, you know, the, mm-hmm. that that weird drone host. Um, they they kind of established that maybe this place could keep running without people. That all the questions I have about season one were like, why is the plumbing just spraying water? Why don't you just get a host to fix it? Rings even more true because yeah. we fucking see hosts doing fucking whatever, like including making other hosts, which is, I mean, I guess we know Bernard can do that already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that again, like that's the first sort of clue as to like the overarching uh, sinisterness of what's going on with Delos and mm-hmm. William and all and, and and what's been happening for years mm-hmm. uh, it, to, to, to further their ends and they keep dropping these little breadcrumbs which you don't realize at first like maybe you kind of get a sniff of it but again like that's the, the, the charm of the show and the fucking payoff to the show is like rewatches where you're like fuck like they revealed this like the first yeah. episode. It's yeah. it's a, like it's a little on the nose when you rewatch. It's like yeah. okay, but it's guys. great. <laughs> um, Hale is trying to uh, call for help from Delos, but they won't send help without the receiving the package, which uh, we know is Peter Abernathy with all the information inside his head. And we don't know what's inside his head, right? We just know it's a package. It's something they were waiting for. That was the thing they were trying to like beam out of the park in season right. one. Yeah, with but that we're never cutter. given what kind of information yeah. it is. The, right? Whatever the IP is. Yeah. The. So they they call it the IP, which right. uh, again we're we're led to believe is like, hey, this is like host information, uh, like the technology and stuff. Because if Ford, if we fire Ford and he nukes this whole thing. All these secrets and all this technology yeah. will 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 go with him. So we have to get this out of the park. Right. And again, in that first season, we were kind of led to believe like this is all they want. Like they want that technology, and then they're going to get rid of them. Right. But again, like we just we just uh, got this first sniff of What's what really? what they're actually trying to do. Yeah. Extraction protocols are suspended, awaiting package. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hale even says like this place. She typing is all over terminals. Like this place is fucked. Uh, and they're like, well, <laughs> suspension protocols suspended, awaiting extraction. Yeah. Or awaiting package. Uh, the man in black comes across a camp with dead host guests, encounters the body of Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Encounters, no, encounters boy Ford. Yeah, little boy Ford. Yeah. Who showed up, who, who, who like rolled into town just to talk some mad shit <laughs> yeah, exactly. at men in black. Yeah. Uh, she, he asks, are you lost? Uh, and the man in black says, no, I've just arrived. Uh, the stakes are real now. The boy says, have you achieved what you wanted? Uh, for for now, you're in my game. Congrats, William. This game was meant for you. Uh, man in black executes boy Ford, yeah. which you never see violence against kids, and they actually did violence against kids. It's during this conversation that... Um the the phrase everything is code here is is said. Is, that, is this for the time? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what exactly. But I know Boy Ford says it. Yeah. Ford says everything is code here, which just put a big old check mark in the everybody's a host column. I'm counting on you guys for the particular quote. So yeah, definitely catch those. Um, Maeve is fixing up Hector. Mm-hmm. They're gearing up. This is where we see Sizemore Dick. So it's in this sh- in this scene where they're like panning around. The, the place is all fucked up. Dead people. Uh, everything is wet for some. All the windows are always wet for some reason, and you're always like looking through them. Uh, and there is there is there is water. There is actively water running. There is like a pipe that has been broken. And it's spraying down from the ceiling. This place now looks like those bottom levels of the basement, old Westworld, where. Mm-hmm. 
you're like, why the fuck is this pipe just spraying water? Well, I guess now we know how at least this pipe that we see on screen is spraying water. Uh, hmm. And and really, again, in the, in the workings of Westworld, it raises a lot of, like, has this happened before? Does this happen over and over and over again? And they just keep building on top of it. And that's why there are b- infinite basement levels and, and they're all fucked up for some reason. That's a good thought. It's really more, weird. More but this place does look like old Westworld now. Like the, yeah, the like basement the of ones, the facilities. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we see his dog. Which, uh, I don't know, maybe... I don't know what it says about me that I paid a lot of attention to the stream, but it, they cut so they cut away. He's taking his clothes off, and they cut they cut to behind, and he like drops he drops trowel from behind. You see his ass, yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're not going to show it. And then they cut around, and you see yeah. they just show it. You just see it's, it's just like full full wow frontal factor. full frontal nudity, and then they cut away. It's like two it's like two seconds just to be like, yep, there it is. Boom, cut away. Why even cut away? Just like have him take his pants down, or is like is there something that like it's okay to. Do you have to, like, prepare the audience of, like, hey, you guys are going to see Dick. Well, Here it is. I, like, he can't just, like, whoop, take his pants off? Well, it's not common, right? Like, it's not a commonly seen thing in But TV he's, like, anymore. he's getting undressed. I don't know. The, the part where they cut away and do it from behind and then, like, whoa, flip it's, it back to the, the front. It's the wow factor. It's like, know. oh, you're not going to see it. You know you're not yeah. going to see is that it because you're really seeing bum. And then it's like, whoa. Well, it's it's, it's common to see uh, bum. Uh, tits and ass and, like, the female nudity. Yeah, of course. Right? And whereas, yeah, exactly. It's this movement to be like, hey, male nudity is totally a I'm, thing that listen, we can I'm do right too. there. Everybody should be naked all the time. I totally agree, but <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. Like the whole like they tried to make it into this surprise. Where like that was. Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to shame anybody without a little underwhelming. Uh, well, it was but <laughs> size, size less. I mean, I'm saying because Hector was 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 in the, was. the behind the scenes and nude and stuff too. But I don't think yeah. we ever saw his dick. Uh, maybe he didn't get paid enough. Yeah, I don't know. You see a few because yeah, I remember Elsie was obsessed with the, that that big oh, yeah, dick host. The big one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's not even like that's the why. First that's time. why when they like cut away and then cut back to it, they're like, "Whoa!" I'm like. Because what? he's a main character, though. You don't expect a main character. I kind of like. Well, I feel like I know size more. That's a man who's not afraid to fucking show his dick. <laughs> well, clearly not. Um, I still had the wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cut away to Dolores and Teddy. Teddy is apprehensive about what they're doing, questioning their actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolores condemns the humans for controlling the host, taking their memories. Teddy tries to convince her to just run away. Mm. Dolores wants to take the outside world away from humans. She's kind of working them. She's like, "Oh, yeah. you're you're the only thing that's constant in this whole thing, Teddy. You're you're my yeah. cornerstone." She's uh, very quick to manipulate and control him. Yeah, just like, like the humans. Just like well, just like Ford. Like yeah. it's so easy to just put Anthony Hopkins' voice behind her lines. You're like, this is Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dolores remembers... She, yeah, Dolores says she remembers. She says she sees it all. Past, present, future. She knows how it all ends. It ends with you and me, Teddy. Hmm. Which is funny that they put that line in there. Yeah. So I mean, that's she's not lying. Knowing, she's just, she's just lying, bitch. She's just lying to Teddy. Uh, Dolores needs to show Teddy something. And then they uh, walk Sizemore's... Di- oh. Yep. <laughs> 
Uh, Hale pleads for Bernard to help her. Mm-hmm. Bernard taps into the mesh network yes. to locate Abernathy. The host, they established the host mesh network at this point. Yeah. This mm-hmm. this wireless way that nearby hosts can communicate uh, subconsciously with one another. Yeah, so their loops don't interact. Yeah, keep yeah. the storylines from colliding. Yeah. Bernard's uh, hands are shaking. He's getting like worse. Zero point seven two hours. The the thing he's like doing a diagnostic on himself, and the thing it's it like, like literally critical. says out loud zero point seven two hours till critical failure or whatever. Yeah, critical corruption. Uh, oh. He staggers. His uh, vision is getting blurry. Uh, yeah, the, he's reading on the the tablet like fuck. You're fucked up. Um, Hale is like getting dressed or whatever. Uh, he injects this the cortical fluid in yeah. himself, extracts it from another host mm-hmm. yeah. with a big old meal. But so, it's like a, oh, I guess it doesn't matter. Gives it to himself and then plays it real cash. She like walks around the corner and he's like he's like leaning back <laughs> on a thing. Like it's like a, like oh he's been like a cigarette in his mouth. Hey, hey, what's up? I like, forgot you were here. Hey, what's going on? I've located Abernathy. <laughs> oh, uh, flashes the present day. With uh, the rescue team. And so I'm under the impression that present day is the rescue team. 11 days, 9 hours from yeah. the from, event. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. So, yeah, that is like uh, the aftermath of everything. The rescue team is here. Like, uh, Carl Strand is, is heading up this project. And then this weird Coughlin Irish guy in, in a few episodes will also take over as well. But... Um, I'm under the impression that is, that that is present day. That is my baseline present day. Yes, I think so too. And like the the machine that's reading his status that says his critical condition also says, uh, um, host will experience time slippage. So, yes, I, I noticed that too. It's reading off. We like, didn't. We didn't need the thing to tell us that. We yeah, were, we kind of knew. knew. <laughs> but if you weren't paying it, if you didn't know, it, it's 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 a neat thing where yeah, this this tablet is is explaining like the symptoms. Uh, yeah. Uh, motor reflexes or whatever and then time slippage i'm like yeah. oh that's, that's yeah uh, where are we here so the rescue team is in town where the party incident happened and the bodies are rotting so this again like 12 uh, 11 and 12 days later yeah uh, that's the exact note i have is like time has passed these bodies are rotten mm-hmm. yeah and because these are human guests yep they're actually rotting they discover ford's body again maggots rotting you think the maggots are hold in are the hosts? Do you think any like real animals exist in Westworld, or I do mean, you think everything a, all the way down? This I, think, I think it's decay. It's actual decay because these are human bodies. Sure. I mean, maybe a the host, host bodies. Decay? Uh, yeah, who knows what the host? The host might decay like people. But do you think the decay? Do you think the the flies and the maggots are? We had this conversation because there's a scene later on in the Shogun world where there's koi fish, and I was like, "Oh, I would enjoy real koi fish yeah. if I was." Well, we know in the, the big. Thing, but... We know the big animals are definitely hosts: the bison and the bears and the cattle and the horses and. I, I don't do know the though. flies and the maggots. We also like, know. We also find out later it's like weather controlled too, right? Yeah. So if they're controlling that, why wouldn't they just control? It seems everything? like it has a like it must have a. a I don't know if they're at the point where they have force fields, but it seems like it has a like, like force a field, or or yes, or it's completely inside, and, and yeah. that is a fake sky. Yep. There is a thing where Elsie finds like, uh, or she's looking at stuff, and she mentions how the climate control is back up or yeah. something. Yeah. What happened? 
Yeah, where is Elsa? What happened? To, is Elsa? Well, she disappeared uh, in the theater, right? Hold your thought. Yes. We'll yeah. Okay. We'll last last we that. saw her in season one, she yeah. disappeared in the theater. Yeah. She's, she's looking at big dicks, and then in the theater, and <laughs> yeah. no one knows. Yeah. What hold, happened? Hold that thought, Matt. Okay. I don't know if you watched this show. Yeah. But <laughs> Presumably. Well, she doesn't show up in the first three episodes. Yeah. I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh, okay. Spoilers. Um, I I legitimately do not remember if Elsie ever. What? I mean, the way we're talking about this, she must come back. You but. were surprised too. I was so. surprised, but I, I, I assume you watched You are an episode that. ahead of me. I haven't watched four. Oh, are you? If it's oh, in four, okay. I haven't. I'm, okay. I'm only one to three. Yeah, we've been watching. Spoilers, these guys. Sorry, everybody. She's alive. Uh, the first anomaly: uh, the corpse of a Bengal tiger from Park Six. They say mm. um, never had strays from across park borders. One of them, uh, one of the texts says. At least six other parks mm-hmm. at this point. If we're if we're keeping score, yep. which I am. <laughs> Uh, so there, yeah, and, and 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 so that tiger washes up on a sea that shouldn't be there. Yeah, yes. that shore. They all walk up to it and they're like, "This Where shouldn't." This what the from? fuck? And it, it looks like a just ocean that extends out forever. Yeah. Okay. So one of the one of the lines here is uh, one of the mercenaries tells Carl and Stubbs and Bernard, like, "Hey, the valley is just beyond this cliff." <gasps> Uh, they discovered this ma- uh, the mass of host bodies in a sea that was never on any of the land surveys. Yeah, they're all floating, like, face down. Yeah. And as he looks over them, um, Bernard gets this huge wave of guilt, and he says, I killed them. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. And that oh, is the end so of good. episode one. So, yeah, like, the, this... this this sea, big big ass sea, is is something that was never really nobody was really aware of. That's right. And this isn't really spoilery, but it it shows up in other parks where mm-hmm. we see it. Yeah, the sea the sea is present, like the the place that you see where that tiger comes from eventually, yeah. and that tiger jumps off a cliff that is not supposed to be a cliff. Somebody <laughs> runs into things like, whoa, the sea is here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like in my head, these parks must be. Arranged in such a way that this sea can touch all of them. Yeah, because I think also in be... Shogun World we see it yeah. again as well. Yeah, and and you you do see it in World yeah. After World, so you're yeah. sort of led to believe that they're like all around. Whatever it. this excavation is, whatever Maybe. this mysterious sea is, all the hosts from all the worlds theoretically came to this valley beyond. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can I can see that because even yeah in Shogun World they're they're searching for this ice lake or whatever mm-hmm. yeah and presumably we that is it. the body of water that is that is sort of central to all yeah. these parks that's, yeah that's neat but wasn't always we're gonna learn we're gonna learn uh, in coming episodes a little bit about about where that thing came from and uh, and whatnot uh, we'll wrap this up we got uh, one episode down nine more to go here in season two. Um, this show does not have its own feed, so it isn't a Talking Reckless feed. Um, easiest way to find it, if you just want to go find Westworld FM, just go to TalkingReckless.com, and everything is tagged. Just do search Westworld FM. Do we not? No, Westeros FM had its own, unless I'm getting those backwards. I think Westeros FM had its own feed. Uh, I guess we only did, like, three episodes of this in season one. We did ten episodes no. of this yeah. in season one. We did a full ten. Oh yeah, we only we do them in three. We do them parts. in big, yes, a little yeah, okay. little behind the scenes. We sit down to record like three four hours at a time, but uh, this will not get spun out into its own feed. I don't think. Um, so if you're looking for the other episodes, just go to com. You can search them more. I mean, listen, you just Google. There are a lot of podcasts called West uh, West World FM. It turns out, so yeah. maybe just add like a talking reckless on there or something. But uh, they're not hard to find. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We will see you in the next episode of West World FM. Mm-hmm.